Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. It's really embarrassing, actually. What is it? Do you promise not to make fun of me? No. Welcome to Take It or Leave It, an advice-ish podcast hosted by myself, Meredith Masony. I'm Tiffany Jenkins. This podcast will discuss all things marriage, motherhood, and everything in between. Please remember not professionals at anything you may actually need. So any advice we give you, you can take or leave because it might be crap. On today's episode of Take It or Leave It, um, a couple of things I want to touch on. I'm hoping that I get a response from this gentleman online. His name is He has a page uh, on Facebook where one of my videos was tagged to him, and then he did one of those, what do you call it? Duets? Remix? Um, Yeah, but it was just, yeah, it was like a remix where he inserted a portion of my video and then told me how I was doing life wrong. And then in the comments, it got very shamey and very nasty, and so... I I am totally fine with him doing a remix of my video and everything that he said, because they are a hundred percent his opinions and he completely has the right to them. What I don't care for is when, um, Oh, is this that guy who like, let me let you finish. I have never seen his stuff before. Let me let you finish. It was the first finish that thought. Well, I don't, I don't appreciate pulling up the bandwagon for everybody to jump on when you comment about how you feel sorry for me and the relationship that I have with my kids, because you don't know the relationship that I have with my kids. And if you've never seen my stuff, which you say in there, I had never seen any of her videos. I'm a comedian. I make jokes for a living that people pay me for. I am sarcastic as I do have a different parenting style. I am not opposed to parenting style, nor am I opposed to as a person or a parent or any of those things. But um, I would like to invite him onto the podcast as a guest just to have a conversation. Not because I think that he's wrong or that I think anything about this guy other than if somebody tags my stuff into your stuff and then you want to do a remix and have your followers um, mom shame me in the comments. I think we should just have a conversation about it. Mm. I don't, I'm not here on this podcast saying I dislike this person or I wouldn't, I would tell you not to follow him. So I did go into the video underneath the comments and I just posted just curious. Why do the people in this feed follow slash watch my videos? If you can't stand me, this is a legitimate question. There seems to be a lot of people in here saying I'm an awful parent and a terrible human, but you seem to be over on my page watching my stuff. I clearly apparently parent differently from this guy, and he seems to make it known in this comment section that I have a, quote, sad relationship with my kids, which is completely his right to have that opinion. But why? Also, 
by the way, I am a comedian. I do make jokes. I'm sarcastic. I poke fun. And it's my right to do that as much as it is this guy's right to do this. But the shaming I'm seeing in this feed, wow. And so that's my that's my thing. Like you, I don't think I have ever, I think this is the first time in my life in 10 years of doing this where I've publicly said, Hey, let's have a conversation about this with, with now. I don't know if it's because I woke up with a migraine and this was the first thing I was tagged in this morning. I don't know if it's because of my hormone imbalance that we can go ahead and talk about in a little bit. But what I will say is I do completely 100% want to have a conversation with him because after scrolling through his page, he is 100% the gentle parent. And I would like to have a conversation because that is not my parenting style. So I would love, and I don't mean this sarcastically, to hear his side of things after maybe he's gone through and watched some of my stuff because I think I'd, I'd like to see that. So that's, that's it. I'm very sweaty now, by the way. Um, <clears throat> well, I'd like to just start off by thanking you for making this morning so spectacular so quickly. Uh, right off the bat, zero to a hundred. I did not, mm-hmm. not see that coming. Um, I was, wh- okay. So we're not fighting him. No, I don't want to fight with him. our fists. No heavens to Betsy. No. Okay. That's off the table. So the, so we're, so you, we're going to talk, we, we're going to talk to him. I would love to, because I think if we got that together, we would literally have three very different perspectives because you and I are very different, right? We are very similar in other ways, but you and I are very different. He and I are clearly very different. Let's have a round table. I'm, that's what I'm trying to say is I am open to having conversations. I'm never going to say somebody, how dare you have an opinion? I think we should cut his name out of this episode. Until he agrees. Why? Well, I feel like give until he agrees. Yeah, because you don't want to give him more. Like, uh, but but I also don't care about that. I I, I literally know. went in and commented. So people, why not follow him? If he's pre- that's the thing is okay. But I know you, and I know your kids, and I know the relationship you yeah. have with your kids. So mm-hmm. he's spreading false information based on I don't know what video he's referring to so I can't I feel like I should watch the video before I snap I'm feeling I'll play I'll play the video very defensive I'll play the here listen so I'll play his remix I'll play his remix because you'll hear me in it okay okay because I have to know what video is all right y'all watch this short video that I've been sagged in because I got this exact same situation going on right now and I'll show you how we do it gentle how do you gentle parent the shit out of this situation could you gentle parents let me know all right so this really is crazy timing because there's a stud left out asking to clean up we're going live right now drew has no idea i'm fixing to walk in here and ask this but i'm gonna show you how to gentle parent the sheep out of this situation just like you asked watch this you hey uh remember that bowl i asked you to Oh my god, I'm so sorry. I forgot. It's all good. I appreciate that. Thank you. See how easy the situation is when you got the right relationship? That's it. We all forget stuff. Ain't that big a deal. Do better. 
And then at the end of the video, he says, do better. Do better. Yeah, that was very... Do better. So here's the thing. This is what I have to say about that clip is I asked for that pot and those pans and dishes to be cleaned probably 12 to 13 times. Gently. A gentle Hey, could you guys remember, you know what? I see, still see that those dishes are in there. Hey, before bed, now let's just remember the kitchen is clean and I'm going to bed. So I want to make you guys remember, right? Okay. I love you so much. Good night. And then I wake up to that. And his response to me is to do better. So that's the conversation that I want to have with him. Mm. That's why. And I don't have a problem with keeping his name in this podcast. If you think Phil should edit it out, we can edit it out. I'm hoping to get a response from him. I don't know if he's going to respond to me or not. But um, but I do think that there is merit to having a conversation because I do not have a problem with people having other opinions or opinions in general about how they parent, how I parent, if it's a constructive conversation. That is my point. Right. Um, I just, uh, and again, I'm not trying to attack him just because you're my friend. Genuine question. He is comparing like your situation with a scripted scene with one of his kids to show that that's how you do it. Right. Is that what he's saying? That was scripted, right? Obviously. He said it was live and the child had no idea he was coming to knock on the door. I- Okay. I, yeah. I didn't see the That's video, but it sounded scripted. Uh, but either way, um, if I, this, this morning, Chloe was on the golf cart eating veggie fries. And I was like, Chloe, mm. we're super late, dude. The bell's going to ring in 10 minutes. You guys got to go. Okay. Um, I love you. Have a great day. Hayden, Caden hops off and starts walking to school and Chloe's sitting there staring at herself in the mirror, just slowly eating veggie fries in the rearview mirror, like winking at herself. I'm like, Chloe, you have to hurry and go to school. And she just like, I wasn't there. Like I was an apparition apparition. Like she just kept munching and looking at herself. And I'm like, Chloe, are you, uh, can you please get up and go? And she's like, I'm eating. I'm like, no, I see. I get it. But you have to go to school now. So bring them with you um, or shove them in your face. And she's like, I'm just going to finish eating. Mm. And that's around the time I lose my shit. Like, what am I going to do? Right. How, like, at some point I have to demand, you know, I just, I would never make a comment responding to another parent's video, A, because I don't know if that's actually how they are. B, I have, and I can tell when somebody is being sarcastic and when somebody's not in C, um, I don't know if what I'm doing is right. So I would never try to tell another parent that what they're doing is wrong or they need to do better because every kid is different. Every household is different. Every brain is different. So you can't, there's not one blanket way to do things. Um, God, I, the day somebody do, I'm going to lose it. I'm just going to lose it. I'm sure this has happened a million other times as well. It was just for whatever reason, this popped up in my newsfeed because he tagged me directly, I guess. And maybe it's because he has a almost a million followers on Facebook that it like, maybe it was just because like he has his own, I don't know why, but I'm sure this, because we, we get duetted and remixed all the time. 
we don't see probably 99% of them. Yeah, but you, right? you've had some go viral though. Like I get tagged and duetted. Usually it's not anything controversial. You know what I mean? It, uh, I mean, I'm sure it exists, but I haven't seen it. But you get really right, like, right, right. because you are, part of your humor is like so br- blunt, um, you, yeah. you piss people off. Remember you yeah. pissed off like a whole entire cult of like dudes. Yeah. Let's yeah, let's let's not bring that back okay. up. I can't handle that. At this I'm so sorry. Good boundaries. Yeah. But I'm just saying yeah. that it's not something that I'd be able to just sweep under the rug. So I love that you're calling him out to no, come on I, for, and be friends. And here's the thing. I I really am legitimately just interested to see in his response to having a full conversation. Um, I I am going to go on record as saying I'm not a super fan of telling parents at the end to do better um, because that does feel shamey to me um, because do you think I'm not out here doing my best? Because I swear to God, every day I get up and I am trying and I am holding on many times by a single strand Mm. and that strand is all of the best. That's the bestest that I have. Mm. So that that's like a knife to a parent's heart. So that's hurtful. And I don't, I don't care for that. And I'll tell him that if he, if, I don't know that he's going to agree. I did see a comment come through that said, please don't have him on. I don't even want to listen to this guy, but I do think that there is merit to having open conversations. Oh yeah. We can look at comments. Sorry. So, so that, um, I know that you said you just want to have a conversation, but I can hear the flames simmering in your vocal cords like you there's a there's a hint of violence in your voice no there's no violence in my not voice violence. don't say you're that. not gonna, i know we're not gonna fight him but i mean there's a hint of uh it's too early in the morning to think of like super good adjectives what mm. what is it called when you like you you're you meant vengeance, not violence. I think. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe. I don't think I yeah, meant that either, I think. though, actually. Oh, okay. I think well, I me- maybe you meant violence. I did. There's like a, it's a very, yeah. I'd love to have them on the podcast to have a discussion about <laughs> things. Like you're just. No, I do. I legitimately do mean I would love to have them on the podcast to have a conversation. I don't, but I'm just, um, I don't think. violence or vengeance. I don't know if it, uh, it's going to be a super sweet conversation though. You know what I mean? It doesn't have to be sweet, but a conversation can be constructive and you can agree to disagree on things. But right now there's no agree to disagree. I'm just being told to do better because I'm a <laughs> bag of a human. Well, the rest of the video could... Uh, could have been one thing, right? Like it was just like, here's a silly little helpful tip. Cause it was almost like you asked gentle parents, how? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so it, yeah. you know, oh, cool. A gentle parent is coming to show you how they would do it. That's very helpful. Like that's an interesting way to be able to look at it. But then at the end to say, do better kind of then like a scorpion's tail comes up from out of nowhere and just, <laughs> it makes it a little stingy. It makes it a, like an attack. Yeah. So that's the thing. Um, but we, I don't want to, I don't want to spend any more time on that. That was just, that was my morning before my right eye was able to open from the migraine. That was the first thing that I, um, stumbled across as I was checking email and whatever, but I wanted to, I wanted to say how cool. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact 
you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Um, so I'm a big Spotify listener. It's where I listen to all my podcasts and my music and everything. And I love at the end of the year, they do Spotify wrap mm-hmm. and it shows you everything you listen to, your top artists, how many minutes you listened, this, that, and the other thing. People are posting that they have listened to 19,766 minutes of Tioli. Wait, that's on spot. That's one person? Yeah. Shut up. Yeah. Oh my gosh, we should do something for these people. I, I was just like, oh my gosh, they said you're a... This person is a top 0.5% fan. Who is it? It is Va... I'm going to say it wrong. Vala? Vala. Yeah. My Vala. She... Yeah. Yes. She's... And and she posted it in, in my supporter page. And I was just like, oh my God, this is insane. And it made me so happy. So I went from being... Vala's here right now. Vala P? Vala P. Hey. Yeah. And so I was just, it made my heart so happy and warm. And I was like, oh my gosh, because I was sharing my, like I shared my, I think top five artists last night on Spotify (laughs) and yeah. And mine are, um, Oh, tell me, wait, wait, tell, can you tell me what your top five songs are and what your top five artists are? Cause I feel like I know what, can I guess Kenny Rogers? He's not in there this year. Wow. So this year's top artist is Taylor Swift. Seriously? Okay. My second, the Dua Lipa. What? Third, Whitney Houston. Oh my, Meredith, we're so different, dude. Fourth, Fleetwood Mac. Shut up. (laughs) Five, Tim McGraw. Now, my top five songs, number one, you're so vain by Carly Simon. Are you <laughs> kidding me? <laughs> Two, Good in Bed by the Dua Lipa. Three, Make You Feel My Love by Adele. Four, Blank Spaces by Taylor Swift. Adele. And five, New Rules by the Dua Are Lipa. Are you going through a breakup right now? <laughs> no. uh, good in Bed. I've got no rules. Blank space. You're so vain. What is going on over there? I listen to a lot of the Spotify um, generated, like uh, like the one I'm listening to right now is called Mall Anthems. Don't? Okay. So they, they just pick a collection. So like I have a 70s, 80s, 90s collection. So Carly Simon, Fleetwood Mac, um, Whitney Houston, like there's all of those that go together. Then I have a um, mid-2000s 
And so then you've got the Dua Lipa and the Taylor Swift and, and, and then I have a nineties country. So you get the Tim McGraw. Um, and then I do just listen to albums, right? Like I listen to Adele's albums or Whitney's albums or so, but I have a very weird, like I'm probably the only person on all of Spotify that that is there wrapped because it's weird. Uh, I'm not going to lie to you, Meredith. Like, I'm not surprised. I have a video no. of you like asleep on a plane, dead asleep. What were you listening to? I forget. Um, it was like, we will rock you. Like something so old school and not. Because I have a, a lot of 70s um, like rock anthem ones and different. I just, I love the Spotify. Oh my gosh. Know. What is yours? Listen to how different we are. First of all, okay. what was your number one song? Am I allowed to play songs on here? Car Carly Simon, You're So Vain was my number one song. Are we allowed to play like snippets of songs? I, I don't know. Play it. If we're not, Phil will cut it out. Okay. So this is Meredith's number one song, just to show you how different we are. Hold on. All right. So oh, sorry. out of all the songs in the entire universe... <laughs> That is the one that Meredith got down to the most. Um, I'm, I don't know if I'm surprised by mine or not, but I'm a little surprised that this was my most listened to song this year. Okay. Hold on. Okay. I, I see how you feel with the uh, Carly Simon thing. I, you weren't looking, but it took over my soul and I was, and I danced and sang and it just, it's, I know I saw what were, what was the chorus though? Can you repeat the words for me? Cause I couldn't understand them. Yes. They're very, very similar to Carly Simon, dead girl at the bar, all dressed up. I've been looking for you. Don't worry. I'll be fine. You were only the love of my life. Flowers dying. It's a, just a really sweet song. Okay. Uh, okay. And my number two song, Meredith, I bet you can't even tell the difference between the two because this is this is my number two song. No, it's the same song. That's the same two song. Two different artists. Just played it twice. Two, two different <laughs> oh artists. <laughs> That's so funny. That's yeah, funny. so I was very surprised by mine. I'll uh, tell you what they are really quick. Um, this is such a, like, nobody gives a shit about it. Like I care about yours because you're one of my best friends. Like I'm interested, but like, I don't care about anyone else. People do, but I think people do care. Cause when you see them, it makes you think because the music that you listen to does say something about who you are. Right. I think it does. Of course. Yeah, it does. of course it does. Um, it's a conversation. Music is a conversation about what you're going through in a moment in time. It's culturally sound and you know did you tell me your top five songs or just your top five artists yeah yeah now you oh yeah yours. the breakup okay um my number one top artist is machine gun kelly oh my gosh <laughs> are you 12 <laughs> Oh my god, machine gun Kelly. Uh, uh, yep. Yeah. Yep. 
he's the he's the main picture because of how much i listen to him uh number two is okay Nicki minaj mm. that's not surprising mm. is it really Mm-mm. no no number three is halsey okay number four is post malone oh i like posty oh look at you nickname i i know the posting and number five is <laughs> nf don't know that. I knew you were going to say that. Of course you don't, dude. No, you, I don't, you, don't know that. He's the most real Sorry. artist on the planet. Um, oh. I'm just kidding. That's a bold statement, but it, I might believe it, actually. Uh, no, number three is... That's fine. Dude, I I don't think number three is honestly my number three. It feels like... Your number three song? Yeah. Okay. I can't what believe that out of everything. You know what I mean? That that it It's really embarrassing, actually. What is it? Do you promise not to make fun of me? No. Oh, sorry. It gets really inappropriate. I vomited a little in my mouth, but I'll hold your hand if you want. I mean, Um, it's about wanting somebody (laughs) and just doing drugs in your room alone. That's not allowed to be your top three. Stop it. I'm just kidding. Right now. I don't really know if that's what it's about, but it's tons of bloody tissues all over my room. I need to clean them up. (laughs) Baby, I... Oh, my... (laughs) Anyway. Oh, my gosh. Tiffany, Jack. I don't know where they get this (laughs) this list from. And I don't like it. And then, uh, yeah, number four is Last Time That I Saw You by Nicki Minaj. It's clearly Mm. going through something. And then Go Flex by Post Malone. Man, I just okay. want to go flex gold on my teeth and on my neck. Okay. And I'm stone cold with the flex with my squad and I'm a check. Hey. No, 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 no. All right. And congratulations. Thank you. On what? Okay. On what? 11. <sighs> we- Are you kidding me? On what? It. Congratulations on 11. Years sober, clean, stone, cold. Mm. I mean, come on. Listen, it was a close one. It was a close one. Sorry, I didn't mean to yell. Mm -hmm. This year tried to take, I feel like Mm. this year tried to take me out, dude. It really did. When I went and got my key tag at the meeting, (laughs) I was like, I'm going to be honest with you all. Uh, I feel like I'm new to recovery again because I haven't had to lean this hard on the program. Since I first got clean, dude, mm. um, you know, I got comfortable in my life and I was just coasting and I was like, this is it. You know, my feelings were all pretty predictable. Get stressed about the kids, get resentful, you know, towards Drew, whatever, everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was all predictable. Uh, so I had tools for each of these things that could potentially, you know, each of these feelings and emotions that I could possibly feel in my married mother era. Yeah. And then this year I have felt things I never even knew were possible to feel. Brand new emotions. Jesus. But uh but yeah, 11 years and usually it's like a it's so crazy cuz I actually really feel like I earned it. I earned this 11 years really hard. You absolutely did. Thanks. Every every moment of every minute of every hour of every day of those 11 years was earned. 
And uh, so I'm in the middle. I'm about halfway through Matthew Perry's book. Oh, um, Matthew Perry. May may he rest in peace. Um, and it talks all about um, his drug addiction and his alcoholism. And he specifically talks about how um, – and he wasn't sober – he was sober for stretches, but before he passed away, he wasn't sober for very long. It was, I think a couple of years total. Um, but he made a, yeah, but yeah. And I don't mean to downplay that. I just mean before his untimely passing, like, and his entire, uh, it reminded me a lot of you reading it because his entire existence became about helping others to start and maintain and continue the journey of sobriety. And it's what he wanted to be remembered for, not Chandler on Friends, not any of the movies he did, but for setting up this foundation and for being like the lighthouse, you know, the beacon. And it completely reminds, the, the, there's so many parallels. You have to read the book. I'll give it to you when I when you come. I'll be finished with it by then. I'll send it home with you. Um, but he makes mention constantly about how... Um, that went in the stretches of when he was sober, it was easy to be sober when life was perfect. But the second reality hit, mm-hmm. you want to go take a hit of whatever it is. Mm. And he made it abundantly clear that um, even though it was hard to get, you know, to detox and get through that point, he would go the second it got hard. He didn't give two shits about the about knowing he'd have to go through withdrawal again he wanted it that bad to just be numb to the situation. Mm. And he talks about how he was a downer guy. He was a pill guy. And, um, it was just, it's, it's a, it's just, it's a good read. It's interesting, but it, every time I'm turning the page and I'm reading these things, I'm thinking about, um, the similarities between the two of you and what you have managed to do for others for 11 years. Um, with your journey and the way you use that to help others and guide others. It was just, it's, it's extremely impactful. So an outsider's perspective, who's never, you know, I've, I've never been, I mean, I'm addicted to cleaning. Let's, Mm -hmm. I, I mean, I do have addictions. Let's be honest. I can't say that I don't have an addictive personality because I do have an addictive personality. Um, but I don't know what it is to be like, my life is going to end if I don't get this right this second. Mm -hmm. And that's, I can, I can want to empathize with you, but I can't. Right. Do you know what I'm saying? Like I can't, that's very difficult. And when people say, oh, I totally get it. No, I'm not even going to claim to get it. But reading this um, outside looking in and just having a relationship with you, I was like, oh my gosh, like this is, there are so many, you know, parallels. So, you know, that's awesome. You're doing God's work. You're doing God's work. Yeah. I don't know about all that. Thank you though. I, oh I yeah. Appreciate it. Yeah. So, but I'll send you home with it if you want to, if you don't want to read it, I can understand that too, because it does talk completely about, I don't care about that. So I don't know. It's just my inability to sit down and read a book when everything else is on fire. Well, oh yeah. You could just get the audio version. Yeah, now we're talking. See, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even think of that. Duh. Um, did he narrate it? I want to say so, but I don't know because I just bought the book. Sure, 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 sure. So I didn't, I didn't even look, but okay, all that rhymed and it was weird. Um, <laughs> Dr. Seuss. But, yeah, but no, it was, um, it's just, but the best part is 
it doesn't matter if he narrated it to me or not, because all I hear is his voice on the pages. Oh, yeah, that's cool. Do you know what I mean? So it, it, it works well for me because I just hear him in my head when I'm reading it. And I'm like, I'm probably 50 or 60% through. Um, but yeah, it's hard to find moments to just sit. So like, I didn't start reading last night until 10, 10 PM when I could finally sit down. Dude, why don't, why don't I ever chill? Uh, Why don't I ever just chill when we do the podcast? Like my legs are up on the desk, Meredith. Okay. Did you, so you like, I'm so comfortable right now. Good. I feel like I could podcast for six hours in this position. <laughs> Marathon. Let's do it. I really, I feel like I actually look 70, but, um, okay. <laughs> yesterday I got a call from the school mm. and it was like, hello, this is poopy Ridge elementary calling to let you know that your student Chloe Jenkins was absent from school today. Please call us if you have any questions. And I was like, I know that their dad took him to school because that's what he does. So what the fuck? So I called the school. Mm-hmm. Nobody. Answered. Well, I called dad first. And it went right to voicemail. So I called the school. Nobody answered at the school. So I called Drew back. Didn't answer. Called the school back. Nobody answered. So now I'm about to call 911. Mm-hmm. Zero to 100. I don't need mm-hmm. any more information. Get the co- like that's how mm-hmm. where my brain went. And I started getting really super dark images mm. in my head. The worst case scenario. I kept calling Drew and he answered. He's like, "Hey, I'll call you right back." I'm like, "Did you bring Chloe to school?" And he's like, "Yeah, I'm on the other line with the school. I'll call you right back." I guess they called him too, which mm. I didn't realize they called both of us. And I thought it was great that he just freaking got right on it. You know what I mean? Like, anyway, uh, turns out, apparently, Chloe stayed at the breakfast table at school for an extra 15 minutes after the bell rang. Oh. And missed attendance, which, great news, huge relief. Hung up with Drew, started thinking about it, and I'm like, she what? She... Every day gets breakfast at school. On this day, she's like, you know what? F*** it. (laughs) school. these time constraints. I'm going to sit here and eat my bagel until I'm done. Like, what? What? So I don't know where she could possibly get this (laughs) attitude from. I don't. I'm at a loss right now. I'm at a loss. I wasn't like angry it was the first (laughs) time but I was curious so I'm like (laughs) I picked her up I'm like hey girl you scared me today uh the the school called and said you weren't there and she's like what and I was like yeah Uh, I guess you missed attendance do you know anything about that and she's like yeah I um was eating breakfast and she's like and my teacher was so rude to me she pointed at me and said get in class now and I was like is it because you broke the rules? She's like, what rule? It's not a rule Ooh. that you can't stay in the cafe. I'm like, it literally is like a school and countywide <laughs> rule that you like, it's a law actually that you have to be in class. And she's like, well, I told my friend, I was like, listen, finish that uh, pancake so we can go. 
And I was like, okay, so, but do you see now that, you know, your friend choosing to be with your friend and not make the right choice got you in trouble because your friend wanted a pancake and she, um, she's like, I just don't understand why I got in trouble. And I'm like, who's your friend? And she's like, Noah. And I was like, so you and a boy (laughs) first period of, you know, second grade to just, it just didn't occur to her that there was anything wrong with that. And I, and so this being the first encounter of mine with a situation like this, I'm like, I go through the Rolodex, dude. I'm like, what do I do? Do I, do I applaud her for her tenacity to just stand (laughs) her ground and live her best life? Do I yell at her for being alone with a boy? You know, like, what do I do? And, um, I just sent the teacher a message to get the scoop before yeah. making any moves with her because I don't understand the situation. I guess I just can't comprehend that this is something that happened and she she doesn't see anything wrong with it. <laughs> so I'm just going to see if I can get the inside scoop. Yeah. Yeah. I I I mean that's it's funny um and kind of charming and sweet because there's potentially a little crush here on a friend sort of situation thing. Right. And they're little kids. So it's not like she cut class and was smoking behind the dumpster. Yet. You know, she was having yeah, she was having a pancake. It's it's cute and kind of funny, but of course Is this how it rules starts? are there for a reason. I, I the pancake is the gateway. Is that what we're going with? <laughs> I think it might be. This is the gateway. This is the gateway drug mm-hmm. pancakes I think, at the elementary cafeteria table. I think how I handle this situation determines whether or not, you know what I mean? She feels like she can get away well, with wild shit. Right. No, I don't think you're wrong there. I do think you have to make it clear that there are rules, regulations, uh, boundaries for a reason. And being in class on time is extremely important. It's important for her because, you know, she needs to be there. It's a rule, safety. Uh, if somebody doesn't know where you are, look at what happens. They're going to mark you absent. There's going to be phone calls. We're going to be asking where you're at. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, yeah, obviously a com- Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details conversation is needed. Um, when I said all, all of that to her, she said, mm, yes, queen. No, she did. That was her response. And, um, it upset me because I felt like she was trying to be funny and just not listen. You know what I mean? And I'm like, please stop doing that. She's like, period. I, like, I feel like she's been hanging out with her sister too much. Cause that's all Aubrey says. Yes, queen. Oh, my God. Slay. Rez. You know what I mean? Like, all that shit that you used to make videos about is coming to fruition in my life now. Right. Well, because you've got one entering into that uh, era, so to speak, and then you have the um, the follower. Like, my son only wants to play Fortnite. 
And the only time he talks to me is to ask me for money for skins. Right. Well, the girls and the the girls and boys as they go through these phases and stages are very different for the most part. You know, I'm not saying that you can't have some that are, you know, but I'm just saying as a, you know, bell curve averages when you're following along, you do get these um mouthy, sassy girls, uh boys who want to play the video games and, you know, tackle each other in the front yard playing football. I'm not saying this to be gender typing or this, that, and the other thing. It's my experience as parenting. Mm -hmm. I, you know, Matias was not a sassy, moody, whatever. It was like Fortnite and Legos and cleaning his room. And he eventually did turn into an uh, um, he is now on the cusp of 18 and does not want to listen to anything that I have to say. He refuses to clean his room. He, um, you know, when, what we just took him up to Miami down to Miami, um, for his official college visit and met the coach and went through the admissions process and it's official. He is going to go to Florida international university. Um, and I was talking with him about, you know, like all of the stuff on campus and this and that. And, um, he's like, I'm an adult. <laughs> I know what I'm doing. And I was just like, it took everything in my, to not like for my soul to not come out of my body and just choke him mm. because it's like, you're not an adult. Mm. Um, you know, and, and part of it is, is true. Like he is at 18. Like, what am I supposed to say? I have no, clue. you know, I don't know either. Well, so we'll see. But, but yeah, I feel you. And you are coming into this because you have, what's the age gap? Between the two. What's Aubrey, 13? Yeah, excuse me. Yeah. So six years? Caden mm, is nine. Um, I don't know, dude. I suck at math. Hands up. Four. Well, are you, no. are you talking about between Aubrey Chloe, and Caden? Chloe. No, Chloe. Chloe and Aubrey. Yes. Age gap. What's the age gap I know, between Chloe and Aubrey? Like six, like five, six. Yeah. That's, that's what I I'm said. I'm just saying, but okay, the way you said point. it was like, I should have known you were talking about Chloe and I don't even know what year it is, Meredith. Yeah. Yes. I'm talking about Chloe because you're saying Chloe is following in Aubrey's footsteps with the yeah, but yes, queens and the this and that. Follow the conversation. We were talking about Matias. He's a boy. And then you were talking about, so I, I know my apologies. I jump around. I jump around. It's, I am probably not you. It's me. It's the house of pain. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's funny. Sorry. Uh, no, my point was you have somebody who is seven, eight ish following the footsteps of a 13 and giving you the same guff was my point. Yeah. And I, I think she thinks it's funny. And that's something that she's always mm -hmm. struggled with is the borderline of being funny and being, you know, disrespectful. And so it's so tough for me because I don't want to put a damper on her humor, but I also don't want to be disrespected. So it, it, it's hard. It's hard when your kids like you because you just look at them and you're like, I get it, dude. Like, I know what's going through your mind. I know how your brain works because it's the same one as mine. You want to make people laugh. You want to be liked um, because you feel like if people are laughing, then you're getting positive attention. Like, I get it. But I really need you to pay attention to what I'm saying right now. And it's, I don't know. I just feel like she cannot shut it off. But anyway. Uh, yeah. She's great in general. It was just this lunchroom thing, I thought. It was very interesting. 
to, it is, but I, but I do think that you're right, that there has to be, it has to be handled and you need to have a conversation because rules, rules are there for a reason. Oh yeah. And the teacher told her she's not allowed to get breakfast anymore. And I said a little too quickly, mm, that's not true. She can't tell you what to do when you're not at school. And I shouldn't have said that, but I was like half asleep and I was like pissed about that a little bit. Cause I was like, how are you going to tell my kid she can't go eat breakfast at school anymore? But I'd, I need yeah. to hear the full story because who knows? She might have been right. lighting fires in the garbage cans. I have no idea what happened. Nobody called me except for the school, but her teacher, you know, or whatever. I don't know. The lunch lady. Right. No, no, you do have to. You do have to have a conversation about that. And of course, she can have breakfast as long as her ass is in the seat on time yeah. before the bell. Rings. Amen. I mean, I'll I'll like right. be on the teacher's side about it. Like, hey, maybe mom, don't let her have breakfast at school until she learns her lesson. Like, got you. Just reach out to me. Let's do this. Let's get on the same team. But just did did I did I tell the story on here about how I went down to my to the school and beat my brother with a flip flop in class? Did I tell this story? No, I, you look shocked. Well, but the, my memory is so horrible. It really is so bad. So quick, very, very, I'll make this very brief. My brother is much younger than I am. He's 15 years younger than me. So he was a senior in high school, 19 years old. Uh, I was, Dave and I were his educational guardians. He was living with us. My parents at that point said, we don't care if you drop out of school, you're too much of a hassle. Uh, we're not dealing with it. Uh, and I said, uh, no, he's going to at least graduate high school. Uh, so he came and lived with us. Dave took him to school every day because he was the assistant principal of the high school. I kept getting phone calls <laughs> That's so weird. from his history, uh, from his history teacher who was friends of ours because he wasn't coming to class. And if he did show up, he would show up halfway through. And so one day, um, the teacher texted me and he's like, your brother just walked in. He's 30 minutes late. I said, I will be right there. So I drove over to the school. I walked into the class. I took off my flip flop and I started beating him on the back of the head. I sure as did in front of every one of those kids. And I said, you think it's funny not to come to class? I'm a co- I will sit here. I will be with you every damn day in this class. Till you graduate. You are going to graduate high school. I will drag your ass across that stage. I did this in front of every kid in that class. And the thing is, is they all knew me because I taught uh, across the way at the middle school. So they, a lot of them, a lot of them had me as a teacher and they were like, oh, shit. Mrs. Mason is here. And, you know, they, of course, Brandon wasn't going to tell anybody that I was a sister because that's an embarrassment. But I surely went in there. Um, I think I had just had a baby. So I was probably home on maternity leave. So uh, when this had happened, I think I had. I can't remember. But the point is, I drove to the school. I beat the crap out of him with a flip flop. Not that's something you could do today. Okay, let's be honest. I had been arrested. Mm. But <laughs> Many a moon ago, I did that uh, to make the point to him that you are being watched. You do have to do what you're told to do. And if you can't do it on your own, I will hold your hand and I will drag you across the finish line. Uh, we did eventually get him graduated, but it took a lot. He was that kid, you know, kind of like Chloe, you know, the he graduated, class though. Clown. That's exciting. Yeah. You know what he did one time? Mm-hmm. Teacher told him he couldn't go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. So he poured uh, his water bottle on his pants and said, I wet myself. Can I go to the bathroom now? 
And she was so upset and shocked and, and was like, I can't believe he, he didn't himself. He poured a water bottle on the front of his pants to make a scene and to get the teacher in trouble. Wow. Got suspended for that. I had to go in and pick him up from school. How'd they find out it wasn't pee though? Because I said, tell them the truth. And he goes, I poured my water bottle on my pants. I said, of course you did. You idiot. Let's go. And then he came home with me. Wow. So I've, I've, I, I have already parented through teen years a bit because at one point my sister was living with me at another point, my brother was living with me all during high school. And now I get to do it again. Right. Mm. There is a, it's there, it's different though, because those were siblings, not my kids. So there are some differences, but what I can tell you is they're all, (gasps) Mm-hmm. Well, he was lucky to have you. Well, he's he's extremely uh, successful now. Partner in an AC company, mm. um, making money hand over fist, has a home, two beautiful children, and a wife. And so, you know, I mean, we all do stupid shit. We all make mistakes. We all test and push boundaries. And um, you just got to be there for them. Mm. That's it. So that's bottom line. So I can't go into the school with a flip flop. No, you cannot right. go in with a flip flop. Uh, that is a, that is an old school technique that is uh, illegal now. Mm. Uh, don't do that. Okay. Do not do that. Mm-hmm. All right. I won't do that. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So anyway. Um. I can hear my heart beating in my ears and it's because I had that pint of ice cream this morning before the podcast. Oh no, I'm sorry. Maybe. Okay. I'm not going to tell you how to live your life. Um, what I will tell you though, is we wrap, cause we've got probably 10 minutes before we have to wrap this shindig up. Um, I wanted to tell you that I finally, after all of these years of complaining about all of my ailments and symptoms and problems, I finally got a full hormone panel done. What? And? A full hormone. You know what's wrong with you? Yeah. (gasps) What? I have almost no testosterone in my body. I don't make it. I don't produce it. My hormones are completely out of balance as a result of that. So I am estrogen dominant, causing all of those reproductive problems that I had for years. And that low to no testosterone causes fatigue, moodiness, anxiety, dry skin, hives, (gasps) rash, allergies, Uh, it causes, um, low sex drive, vaginal dryness, um, painful sex, increased risk for UTI and yeast infection because of the estrogen dominance. When I tell you I Googled low testosterone symptoms, I checked every box. I have been begging for years and nobody would do a hormone panel on me. Even the OBGYN who I am currently seeing, who is going to remove my right ovary in January, refused to do the panel. It wasn't until I went to a, um, joy wellness, which is a, um, holistic. it's a, well, they're, they're functional medicine, 
uh, but it's all hormone. They do, they deal in hormones. They deal in balancing and trying to figure out like what's the imbalance in your body. Mm -hmm. I have a pH problem because of the low testosterone. So actually my blood, like the blood coursing through my veins is so acidic. It causes like gastrointestinal problems, all sorts of So I am actually starting hormone replacement therapy. As soon as the testosterone arrives, I start injecting myself. What? And I have to take, I have to take another hormone, DHEA and some other things that they're sending me. Um, but they told me that insomnia, the other thing is, is insomnia. Uh, they said that I, um, if I can, if they can, which they said they believe they can get my hormones balanced, my symptoms should be completely resolved. (laughs) I could, I could be a normal person. I don't know what that looks like or feels like, but there is potential for me to be like a normal person. Oh my gosh. I'm so happy for you, dude. It's crazy. I was literally crying with hope after the doctor's appointment Mm. because he spent an hour with me in a virtual visit. And he was like, you have like no testosterone at all. And I was like, what do you, what do you mean? None. And he's like, well, you're, you should have around four point, whatever you have 0.6. He's like, it's like your, your body just doesn't, doesn't make it. Wow. And you're estrogen dominant. Um, cause I had plenty, he's like, you're ovulating, you are still ovulating. And I'm like, I know I'm ovulating. I can feel it. I know exactly when I ovulate because this mean, angry, right ovary, I think is the only one that ovulates and it, I can tell you the exact moment it happens and it hurts and it's painful and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, oh yeah, you've got, you've got, these are your problems and this is how we can fix it. And so I have to learn to self-inject twice a week and, um, we're starting it and let me know if I'm just really, uh, sorry, I was going to make an appropriate joke. Finish that sentence. So flip can or Phil can clip it together because it was going to be good. No, I, I just, I'm really excited about the the prospect of feeling like a normal person. And I'm exhausted from doctors trying to give me more Xanax and more Zoloft and more Wellbutrin and more whatever, because I'm not saying that I'm not an anxious person, but if, an, cause I am, and I know that, and I'm not saying my anxiety is going to hundred percent go away. I was anxious at birth, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. But I tried all of these medications that they told me to, and they did nothing but give me more side effects. Mm. So I don't believe that that was, and if, and, and my primary care doctor is the real, is really the one that pushed me over the edge to go to this place, joy wellness, because he just said to me, I, you're just depressed and you don't know it. And I was like, I'm not, am I anxious? Absolutely. But I'm not depressed because I felt depressed before. And I'm not currently in this moment in time depressed. <laughs> if you look and <laughs> at the two of us back and forth, you're not the one I would assume was depressed in this friendship. Like you don't, you don't <laughs> give off depressed vibes. I give off a lot of vibes. Yeah, but I know that. But it's I, but but when you're telling me time and again that it's depression, and I'm like, but I I, I but I don't feel depressed. No. Like stop trying to treat me for that. How about you treat me for the dry, itchy skin, the vaginal dryness? 
the um, mood swings, the hot flashes, the cold flashes, the, and they don't, it's because Western medicine does not want to deal with female hormones. Because if a man came to a doctor and complained about this, they would be like, well, we better get you a panel right away to see what's wrong. What do you mean? You can't, you can't get an erection. We better fix that immediately. You need to be out everything that walks. Let me go get you a hormone panel because I, that's exactly what happens. Why do you, why do you think Viagra came about? Some dudes didn't work. Don't get me started on Viagra. Do you know the military spends billions of dollars on Viagra every year? I'm sure they do because if it were, because every man's pee needs to salute. Okay. I'm going to look into this. I just heard this. The military spends billions. Is our government military government? I'm assuming it's the government. Don't quote me. I'm going to look into this guys. But anyway, um, but is that really like a true known thing that if I know that a lot of times doctors just automatically assume you have anxiety and that they diagnose you as that, but it's, I didn't realize men get treated better in general is there like statistics are you kidding at the doctor at the doctor because they believe them women are hysterical women are emotional and illogical women are why are you shaking your head i mean it's not wrong it's is it jenkins i i feel like emotional and illogical are the two perfect words to describe me and someone else in this chat i'm not saying I'm not saying that we can't be. What I'm saying is if if any person, irregardless of gender, goes into a doctor with a complaint of symptoms, they should be looked at as though those symptoms are real yes. and the issue should be treated. Amen. Not that she might be depressed or she might have some anxiety or she might be making this up because I can't make up not making testosterone. Right, right, right. I can't, I can't make that up, but I guarantee you every symptom on there is what I've been dealing with since puberty. 100%. And I... Since I was 14 years old, I have made complaints to doctors about these problems. I'm 43. Why has nobody given you a hormone panel prior to now? I don't get it. Why is it like... Because they don't... They don't care. I actively asked the OBGYN and he told me, after your surgery, we'll figure things out. Why would you wait until after the surgery to figure out what my hormones are doing. So when you're taking out an organ that produces hormones. So are you going to keep that guy in then now that you've had this revelation? I I need him as a surgeon to remove the right ovary. We're going to do everything he said he can to keep the left ovary so that I don't have to have full hormone replacement of estrogen and progesterone and everything else. And we're going to try to level out with my testosterone uh, injections, but I don't know. The plan may change in January, but I don't, it's fine if the plan changes because I am very happy with Joy Wellness and I'm very happy with the doctors that are there that did the proper testing that are putting me on the proper path. But it sucks because it's not covered by insurance and you're paying completely out of pocket for this. And I know that there are plenty of people who are in my situation and cannot afford to pay that extra. Um, and that's what sucks about the whole situation is the fact that you have to, on top of your own insurance, you have to go and pay out of pocket to get people to listen to you. Yeah. Dave said, pay whatever it is. I don't care the cost. Then he also texted me and said, I deserve a medal for dealing with you. Get his ass in here. I got some to say. Mm. Uh, I just. <clears throat> Ruth. 
swear to God, this dog spends more time licking her a-hole. Same. <laughs> Same. <laughs> I'm so freaking happy for you, dude. Are you kind of... I can't wait. Are you afraid to get your hopes up a little bit? Like, are you afraid to get too excited because you don't want to be disappointed? Because that's how I would be. I I actually am... This is the first time I'm feeling hopeful in my life about my symptoms ever. Ever. So I can't even continue. I am like counting down the days until I get the needle in my hands and the little bottle to start shooting this then wherever it goes. Okay. And I'm not exactly sure how you put the it. The muscle. I don't know. Thigh, butt, yeah, I don't, arm. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. So uh, Dave's probably going to end up injecting me. I don't know that I, I keep saying I could do it myself, but I don't know. Tell if him I can. to sit down while he does it. Sit down. Yeah. Tell him to sit down while he injects you the testosterone because okay. it might make a woozy. Oh, him and. D- okay. Yeah. I, you, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Fainted. Yeah, I, I get you. Okay. You fainted? Yeah, I've had into yeah. Injecting someone? Mm-hmm. Oh wow. Um with testosterone. Yeah. So not drugs. No. Okay. I mean <laughs> that's clear. Just in case anybody was wondering. I was a pro at the bay, <laughs> but then <clears throat> okay. Anyway, um got dark. And yeah, it usually does right at the end. Yeah. Mm. No. So this was, so this was a, it was a big week. It was a big week in terms of, um, because I was nervous. I really was on the verge of thinking I'm going to do this hormone panel. And all of these doctors who told me that my symptoms weren't real are going to be right. Mm. And I am a hysterical lunatic of a woman who made all of this up in my head. But then I would sit and think, how do you make up a yeast infection? I mean, we toured for Almost two years. How many yeast infections did I have on the road? I don't want to put you on dozens. I, but the thing is, is it it would just keep happening. And I'm like, why does this keep happening to me? And it was my entire life from puberty. Interesting, dude. I don't want to jinx it from puberty, from puberty. But I, um, I, I think I got, I've gotten one of those in my life and I was a young teenager. Well, cause if your hormones are balanced, and you aren't doing things like, cause the doctor would be having like, well, sex. are you sitting in a wet, well, no, like a wet swimsuit key, like having clothing that's too tight and wet can, can grow yeast and because it creates that environment or whatever. But it's like, dude, I don't swim. I don't even know how, no, I'm not sitting in a wet swimsuit. Like yeah. it's December. Like, no, mm. I'm not out training. There's for, no reason. Uh, Right. It's like, no, this is just my life. This is just how it is constantly. Yeah. I did. I did eventually about. I get. That was a weird noise. Fungus in my ear. I ears. did. Ev- I, I did. Yes, you do. That's disgusting, by the way. Um, I did eventually figure out for those of you who occasionally suffer with a yeast infection, boric acid suppositories are. Uh, hands down a game changer. So if you do get you put them in your butt, um, no, you stick them up your vagina. I thought a suppository was up your butt. No, a suppository is anytime you stick something in, in a hole. So pill doesn't have to be your butt. Well, so then pills are suppositories. Well, if you stick it in your butt or your vagina, no. it's a suppository. You said a hole. I, okay. I, you can't swallow a boric acid suppository like, because you'll die. Okay. But what makes a suppository a suppository going up into something instead of down into something? I think it not being your mouth. 
makes it a suppository. Ear. Why would you shove it in your I'm ear? saying, like, it's just those two holes? I'll Google it. Okay. I'm assuming. I'll Google it. Now that we all need Because I'm going to be honest. I thought a suppository was just your butt. Makes... Hold on, guys. Suppositories are composed from an ex... I can't even read these Exoskeleton. words. Exoskeleton. It melts at a... Oh, 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 oh. They, they are suppositories because they melt at body temperature. Yeah, so... It's another way to deliver a drug. So a small, round, or cone-shaped object that you put in your body, often in your bottom or vagina. But that's... Okay, so they. I just realized they call them oral suppositories. Like... Suboxone. So... So d- d- it's a dosage form designed to deliver drugs through rectal and vaginal routes of administration. They evolved as a more convenient alternative form of drug delivery from a liquid enema. So because people don't like the liquids being shot up their rectums, they were like, you can also place this pill in your okay, or up your vagina. So you shove it up your vag and then like wear a pad for when it comes out because because it doesn't come out it just dissolves in your body and you might get like a little bit of liquid from it but yeah if you wore like a panty liner or something but it's just oh, you like lay down so no you don't lay down Wait. I just so I've been using them after sex to prevent you, yeast infections oh calm down so so after the sexual intercourse Jesus. I'll throw in a boric acid suppository <laughs> shove it right up in there <laughs> and I'm telling you it's kept them at bay and it's been so much better because any any um anything that changes the because like I said I'm so acidic my pH which is another thing that had never been tested in my body and they tested it this time I am acidic it's like, it just looks like a little pill. You just can't swallow it. You'll die. I feel like anything I put up there would fall right out. No. If I didn't lay down and let it melt. It's like the Grand Canyon it's, in there. You, well, I do it before bed. I put it in before bed, so I am going to lay down. That's why I asked. Yeah, but that's normally because we have sex at night. But if I have well, sex in the was morning, before I, I stick knew one in. That's when you put it in. Um, you... Anyway, anyway, good for you. This was a fun one to end on. This was a fun one to end on. Vaginal suppository. I just want to tell you how sexy it is. I just to want to tell you, you say <laughs> when we get done having sex, I just shove a boric acid suppository out there, <laughs> like the way you said it. It was hot. Listen, let's all remember that Phil has to listen to this and edit this episode. Oh, Phil. We're really sorry. I, I, I'm sorry on Meredith's behalf. I'm not actually sorry, but um, did. we do pay him to edit it. So there's that. It's good. You're, you deserve every penny, Phil. Phil I edit yeah. uh, the episodes for my other podcast. And every time I do it, I'm like, Phil. Phil's, <laughs> Phil's a good guy. Good for him. Like, he does this for, for me and Meredith, which can't be mm. an easy job. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No, I'm sorry. I was just thinking but he's a- about how Gordon Ramsay and that painting behind you reminds me of Ghostbusters every time. You remember that haunted painting on Ghostbusters that comes oh, yeah. alive? <laughs> like he just has one creepy eye looking at me. That's what it reminds me oh, of. Man, he doesn't leave my side. I love it. I bet you somebody so, so beautiful, beautiful bought that for you. Yeah. 
It is. It's 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 by far one of my favorite birthday gifts ever. Oh, do you know what my son said mm-hmm. to me yesterday, randomly in the car? Uh, Man, I can't wait to go to Meredith's. Aww. He doesn't say that about anybody. It's so weird. It was so random. I was it's, like, what the hell? I hope I hope you're okay with the fact that I did buy him a science kit for Christmas that involves so, you science? You experiments. bought him. Absolutely not. We do not do science yeah. in this household. Listen, Only- it's a science magic kit where he gets to do and create these things. And then I also got him this really, really cool light up basketball. Aww. And then I got, I got Chloe a journaling kit. That's so cute. A drawing journaling kit with all these stickers and fun things and a bracelet making kit. Cause I thought she and I could make best friend bracelets together. <laughs> and, um, then I, I have your athletic greens sitting here because I was like, I'm not going to ship them because Yay. Tiffany's coming. So, and I got you a brand new air mattress That's- so that you're not sleeping on the floor. I owe you money from the last trip. You and Dave were like our sugar daddies on, on the last trip. I kept no, leaving my wallet. You don't home. owe us anything. Oh my God. I- no, you don't owe us anything, but, but I'm just excited. So I have the kids gifts here to wrap and everything. That's and so, so I'm sweet. just pumped for the visit. That's, me too. Because you realize it's next weekend. Yeah, for sure. For sure. For sure. Uh, Christmas presents. No, you can't cancel. No, no, no. I just, you can't cancel. I didn't realize we were doing Christmas presents. So I need, we're not, no. we're not. I'm only doing kiss kids gifts for your okay. kids. We're not exchanging. You and I it's and Dave. just for your kids. Okay. So what do your kids want? No. Text me. They need, no, they need Shut nothing. Up. They no, this isn't, they no. need nothing for my pride and ego. I can't show up to stay at your house for free. All right. All right. We'll deal. We'll deal with this later to we'll receive later. gifts That's from fine. you and give nothing in return. You know what I'm saying? It's it's more about me than you. Like I got to bring something. That's what that's what Dave usually says. <laughs> Dave <laughs> says it's more me than you. Yeah. Not it's more it's it's about me not oh, you. Oh, yeah, that's very different. Cuz the first one <laughs> sounded like accountability. No, no, no. I meant I was going straight to the bedroom. <laughs> you guys are so dirty, at, dude. I haven't done it in so long. Oh. Do you know what somebody said last night on my Instagram live? So I'm trying to go live on Instagram more because I, I've neglected the platform in terms of going live for since ever. And I was like, you know what? I really like the vibe over on the IG. I'm mm-hmm. going to try to go live more. So people are like, when Tiffany comes to your house, why don't you offer her your bed? And I'm like, well, that would be awkward since Dave's in it, but maybe. And, and then Dave was like, what did you just say? And I was like, well, people think Tiffany should be sleeping in our bed when she comes to visit. But I'm like, you sleep in our bed. So should I just leave? And the, like, this is getting weird. And Dave's like, um, no, Tiffany and I cannot sleep together. And I was like, okay, I was just, what, I, he can go first of all. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, but why would you offer? I don't understand what the person's saying. I don't get it. They were saying if I were a good host, I would allow you to sleep in my bed, which just sounds so weird to me. Yeah. Cause like, if, I'd if, be so uncomfortable. If, yeah. And like, if you invited me to sleep at your house, which you never have, you've always told me to get a hotel. Um, <laughs> you would never offer me your bed and I would never accept it because it would be so weird. Okay. And you're laughing, but it's true. Listen, I'm laughing because I know my limits. You know what I mean? And yeah. I, I know if I can host. Yeah. And I, I can't. Right. Like I'm not a, but I would never, 
expect it, it would be such an i'd be like do you guys need food or something toilet paper welcome toilet paper oh my God, there's they- leaves there's leaves out front wipe your ass with a pot no <laughs> i'm fully convinced no. that one day i'm gonna get my together i'm gonna buy a murphy bed i'm gonna be a person who has parties and hosts i thought when we got this house we were gonna be hosting parties all the time I don't want to be that person. I mean, my mom was that person and it was so adorable and she loved it so much. And yeah, I don't want to do that. I enjoy having you guys over, but you also have a separate space in my house. You have the whole upstairs. You have a bathroom to yourself. Yeah. It's not, it's, it is, it's so nice when we sell this house, if we ever sell this house uh, and that goes away, it would definitely be a different situation. Although Matthias moving out, you, you have that extra bedroom again. Right. So who knows, but I'm just saying it is really convenient to have the upstairs because it's like, Hey, there's two air mattresses. There's a bathroom. You don't have to look at us. Mm -hmm. There you go. So it's very different. It is almost like having a little tiny hotel room upstairs. I just realized I still have Aubrey's room. Well, she's only here like once or twice a week now. And the rest of the time her room is unoccupied. But I'm just going to keep it the same just so she f- still feels like home for as long as, you know, that I can make that happen. And maybe. Yeah, I think that that's smart, though. And I think it's good because you do want her to have that because in four years when she goes off to college, she's not going to be visiting the way she visits now. You don't know that, first of all. I'm pretty I I'm pretty sure I do. Because the same goes for me. My kid will come home on breaks and then eventually not on breaks, and then he'll get married. Dave was like, he said the meanest thing to me when we were in Miami. He goes, you do realize that he's coming to a school down in Miami called F- Florida International University. What if he falls in love with a woman who lives in like Argentina and then moves there? And I was like, I will kick you in the crotch so hard, punch you in the face so hard if you ever say anything like that to me again. Wow. I was like, what do you mean if he leaves the country? I'll die. Dude, that's what international means? Well, they have a lot of international students. We met one of the, and he used this example because one of the girls on the pole vaulting team is from Argentina. And he was like, what if he marries some Argentinian chick? And I was like, then she's going to want to be a U.S. citizen. <laughs> and she'll move to this great nation for the American dream, damn it. <laughs> That's so funny and scary. Because I couldn't I couldn't wrap my head around it. I was like, no, he can't. You had never thought about it before that? No, no. Cause I was like, he'll just move where we are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> I went back to my mom's house a million times after I grew up. Yeah, I think I don't mean to visit. I I think it's different to live. Right. But I do think it's different with boys and girls. Anyway, we, you know, this has been like an over an hour and something episode. We got to go. I have a a house showing today at 145. I got to go clean my house. So rude. Guys, we will see you next time for another episode of Take It or Leave It. An advice-ish podcast hosted by two struggling moms. Who have, who have no, no idea, idea what we're doing. What we're doing. We'll see you next time, guys. Bye, friends. <laughs>